Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. friends, and welcome to the Happy Hour Jamie Ivy podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm so excited that you're here. Every week, I invite a girlfriend to join me on the show, and we chat about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. You guys, this is the last Wednesday in July. We have almost made it through another month in the summer, and let me tell you guys, it is H-O-T hot here in Austin. We're trying to get to the pool as often as we can, and also, you guys, my little boys started football this week. Can you even believe that? Football is no joke here in Texas, guys. Okay, today you're listening to episode number 151, and my guest is Angela Lanter. I was introduced to Angela through her friends, Suzanne Hendricks and Lauren Scruggs Kennedy, who have both been guests on the Happy Hour this past year, and you should go listen to both their episodes because they're amazing. Angela is a blogger and a YouTuber, and her heart is its just gold, and I found that out just by our conversation today. She loves her husband well, and she's passionate about women knowing their inner and outer beauty. The night before we interviewed, I totally got sucked into hours upon hours upon hours of watching her YouTube channel. I did the same thing before Cezanne came on. I'm telling you, these women with these amazing YouTube channels, I love it. You'll get sucked in as well, I promise. I also won super cool points with my boys when I told them who her husband is the voice of in a show that they used to devour. That was fun to be able to tell my boys that. You're going to be surprised at what kind of books she's been reading since she was in high school, even though she wasn't exactly in that specific life stage. But when she tells you why she's been devouring them, you'll get it. And if you're like me, you'll be nodding your head in agreement as you listen. Towards the end of our conversation, Angela shares with me something she's been battling for years that she says most women are afraid to talk about. It's a great conversation, and I know you're going to love it. By the end, you're going to have a new TV show for you and your kids to watch. We've been doing that since we chatted. You'll be getting more books to read, and you might even be threading your eyebrows all by yourself. Although, I don't think I recommend you do that. But you might, I don't know, watch a YouTube video on it. Guys, as you know, I'm a super big fan of Instagram. It's my favorite place to hang out on social media. If you want to share anything about this show, find me there. My Instagram name is at Jamie Ivy, And Angela can be found at at Angela Lanter. Find us over there. Tell us what you loved about the show. All right, guys, here is my conversation with Angela Lanter. Hey, Angela, welcome to the happy hour. Thank you so much for having me. I am happy to have you at the happy hour. I was trying to remember where we got connected. And Uh I remember that your friend Lauren connected us. Yes. And probably Cezanne as well. Yes. Lauren and Cezanne have both been on the show. If you guys haven't listened, I highly recommend both of those episodes. They're both so good. So wonderful. But you said your husband and her husband are buddies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're really, so Lo's husband and my husband are like best buds. And then Lo and I have then become really close as well. So we're just always the four of us together. I love those relationships. Yeah. They're just the best. Okay, so did you, who knew who first, your husband's or you and Lauren? 
actually my husband and I were on a red carpet for one of the Twilight movies and Jason, which is Lowe's husband, he's one of the hosts for E! News and he happened to be doing an interview um, and he grabbed Matt, my husband, and they ended up talking. We have all these friends in common, one of which is our now pastor, Judah Smith. Uh We just made that connection on that particular red carpet and then we've just been friends ever since. And that was probably five, almost six years ago. And then Lo came into the picture, I would say probably they met about a year and a half after that. That is so fun. Okay. So how long have you and your husband been married? My husband and I, we have been married. It'll be four years in June. Okay. And I'm just going to just like casually remind everyone that you just said y'all were on a red carpet. So you live a different life than I live where you go on on red carpets, which is just like not my world. And it hasn't always been your world. Is that true? No. Yeah. It's, I mean, if you would have told me 10 years ago that this would be my world, I would have thought you were crazy. I'm just, you know, from small town USA and really he is too, but he's an actor. We live in LA and it's totally different world than anything I could have ever anticipated. It's crazy. Okay. So he's an actor. Just give us a reference. Is it something that we would have seen him in? Okay. So most people recognize him from 90210. He was Liam Court. Right now he's starring in Timeless on NBC. He plays Wyatt Logan, which is one of the lead characters. And it's such an awesome show. And it's been a whirlwind. If you don't mind, I'd like to tell you just this last couple of days. I want to hear about it because I followed you. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, um, I, I've talked about okay, it on wait, my blog about, a lot. I, before you go there, did you say Twilight? Was he in Twilight? Um, so <laughs> he was not in Twilight. He auditioned for Twilight. He was not in Twilight, <laughs> but what he was in was Vampire Suck, which was the spoof of Twilight. Wait, it's called um, what? Vampires Suck. That's hilarious, <laughs> he, first yeah, of all. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. He played, he played um, the Edward Cullen character, but he was actually Edward Sullen, and it was just totally making fun of Twilight. Okay, it was actually this is really hilarious. Funny. Okay, okay, yeah. so... You're married uh, to an actor yeah. and you guys have been on a whirlwind, which I want to hear all about. Yeah. And tell, you can tell us why. Okay. Um, well, first of all, the, the world of acting is, the only thing I can compare it to job-wise is military. And I know it's not comparable at all, actually job-wise, but in the fact that you have to pick up and move all of the time, that's the only thing that I know to compare it to. Just because there is no stability and you never know when your next move is going to come. So we have moved so many times in the course of the last few years. And um, we've actually spent our last nine months in Vancouver while he filmed season one of Timeless. And then he wrapped that We bought a new house in LA. We got to come home to LA for literally less than 48 hours to sell our old house, move into the new house. And then he booked Pitch Perfect 3 in Atlanta. And then we've been in Atlanta the last two months. So we're just now getting back to LA and trying to get our lives together. We got a call on Wednesday. And because up to this point, we, I have just been 100% that Timeless was going to get a season two, because if you haven't seen it, it's a show all about time travel. And every episode, they go back to something in American history, like the assassination of Abraham Lincoln, but they really focus on things that are unknown to uh-huh, most people. Right. And it's so fascinating. And it's just family friendly, which I, I love so much that because he can be a part of Because there's not much of that, let's be honest. I just feel like there's not anything that parents can sit down with their kids and watch and both of them be entertained by. And so that's true. really a shame. Yeah. Because when I was growing up, you know, we had TGIF and everything like that. And we just don't have that anymore. Yeah. So this just felt really good to us being both Christians, that he could be on something that we could be very proud that our kids could one day watch. So he wrapped that back in February. 
February and just all along, I've just been a hundred percent in my heart that it was getting picked up for season two because everybody who watches it loves it. We got the call on Wednesday that the show was canceled and I was floored. I was like, this is just not happening. I can't believe it. Okay. I have a couple of questions. Yeah. Because this is what I'm wondering. Because so when you're an actor and you are his wife and you're like, we're going to get this next show, da, da, da. Is he just contracted out per episode, per season? Um, So when you, like, for instance, when you sign on to be a regular, you sign on for six years. So when you're on for six years, that means that they own you essentially for as long as they want to keep you within that time period. They can cancel at any point and, you know, get rid of the contract, but you can't. You are. I see. So he signed on to be with Timeless for six years. Yeah. But he can do other work. During hiatus, yes, okay. um, which is how he did Pitch Perfect in between. Got it, got it, okay. So yeah, the show gets canceled. It was it was like a very like sad feeling, but we're like, you know what? God's got something else in store for us. Who knows where we'll end up? We didn't love being in Vancouver. It wasn't our favorite place that we've lived so far. And, it, you know, we just bought our next home. So, you know, we took it in stride. Saturday morning, Matt gets a call on his phone at 9.15 in the morning from a number he didn't recognize, and he picked it up, and it was the showrunner, who is the executive producer, and he's like, "Um, are you ready to hop back in the time machine? NBC changed their minds, and they're actually uncanceling the show, which that is unheard of. Like, it just does not happen. It's one thing for a show to get canceled and another network to pick it up, but it's not common whatsoever for a network to be like, whoa, we screwed up. But basically the network heard, I mean, the fans lost their minds and they should because it's such a great show and they just changed their minds and picked it up. So Matt was on a plane the next day to New York and I I chose to sit this one out because it was so fast and I usually travel everywhere with him. So when I say this last few days has been a whirlwind, I am not exaggerating. It's been crazy. We're recording this May 17th. It'll probably air this summer. But where are you right now? I'm home in LA right now. Okay. Is he going to go back to Vancouver or is he going to film in New York? We don't know. We're waiting. We're waiting. Yeah. We're hoping and praying for LA. That is what we're hoping and praying for because it would just make life easier. Right. Okay. So do you guys have... New York. When I say New York, I'm sorry. I meant that he went there for Upfronts. Upfronts is when the network sent their stars to uh, present the shows for the fall lineup. Okay. So that's that's what I mean by that. This is a whole new world that I know nothing about. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's it's something, it's really interesting because I didn't know anything about it either. And honestly, like from an outside perspective, living in, you know, any town USA, you see the glamour and glitz and glamour of Hollywood. Right, yeah. And there's so much that goes into it. It is not a glamorous job whatsoever. And I'm very, you know, open about that on my blog. And because so many people come to me and especially like after meeting him when he was on 90210 and Girls always want to know what it's like to have to watch him kiss other girls and stuff like that. So I'm just very open about those Mm -hmm. things. Yeah, yeah. It's not this like amazing, crazy, fun thing all the time. Not at all. Yeah. Okay, so do you guys have, because I know I have not interviewed this person, but I've heard them say publicly, he's a professional baseball player and she also is a singer-songwriter. They're both believers. I've heard them say that they have this like magic number, whatever it might be, that they do not want to be apart from each other for this long. Have you guys discussed that or talked about that or come up with something? You know what? We just always choose projects where I will go with him. Okay. It's very rare for him to travel without me. And if he does, then we keep it very minimal. The reason that we chose to do it that way is we dated long distance for two and a half years and we served our time. We don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> right. We have done this. I've put in my we time. Just, yeah. We just don't want to do that anymore. Oh, 
Okay, well, congratulations on second season. I mean, that's oh my gosh, exciting, and I'm so happy for you guys. And now I'm going to watch the show with my kids. Oh I've my never gosh, seen it. Me too. It's, it's fantastic. I mean, I have a cousin in Tennessee who is a high school history teacher, and she uses the show for her classes. I mean, she sends her kids home on Monday nights and says, come in on Tuesday, and we're going to discuss the episode. Like, it is just because it's historically accurate. It's My really awesome. My kids would love it if their teacher gave them that homework. Okay, I so know. you have to tell me this, though, because, Angela, we don't watch a lot of, like, live TV. Yeah. Is it on Hulu or anything? It is on Hulu, <gasps> I believe. Um, and I think I always watched it when we were in Canada on the NBC website. Okay, perfect. Yeah. How did y'all meet if you're from Ohio and he, yeah. I don't know where he lived, but he's an actor and you dated long distance for two and a half years. How did y'all even meet? So Matt was born in Ohio and he was actually raised in Atlanta. And when he was in high school, his parents ended up getting divorced and his mom moved back to Ohio. And we met through a mutual friend at my church back home in Ohio who introduced us. Okay. Because he happened to be home visiting his mom at that time. And then that is how the long distance dating happened. Yeah. You know what? The timing was off when we met. It wasn't the right time. But a year later, we were still very much on each other's minds. And and we began dating at that time, long distance. Yes. Awesome. Okay. If you don't know it, guys, I'm a Texas girl through and through. I've lived here most of my life. I was born here and I love traveling. Here's why I love traveling throughout Texas, because it has a vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities, which means there's an infinite number of different travel experiences. And no two travelers are exactly alike, and it means that no two trips should be either. If you're a beach person, well, you can have fun under the sun with Texas's 350 miles of coastline. If you're more of a rugged vacation type, there are campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. And foodies cannot get enough of Texas's world-famous barbecue and Tex-Mex. Enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. And now, Travel Texas offers a -a one-of-a-kind online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interest. Guys, come visit my state. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn. You guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring, and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. Here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. 
Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music. Just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. Imagine bold, naturally-aged Tillamook cheddar slices melting over a burger, eating thick-cut cheddar shreds straight from the bag. (sighs) It's nice to dream about cheese for a bit. Tillamook cheddar, extraordinary dairy. So you and your husband are both Christians, and mm-hmm. I want to talk about what you do as well, because it's yeah. I want to hear about how is your faith, what are the struggles, and what are the hardships in the jobs that you both have? But let's talk about your job for a second, because yeah. I am so intrigued with your job and what you do with your influence that you have. And so tell everyone what you do, what that looks like, and then we will we'll jump back into following Jesus in both of the fields that you and your husband have. Yeah. So when Matt and I met, I worked for an insurance company. And when I moved out, we got engaged and married kind of quickly after that. And I was a fraud investigator. So totally different than what I do now, but I was planning a wedding and all my friends, girlfriends would come over and they'd be like, you know, you're so hands-on with like the DIY and fashion and beauty. And I've, I always used to freelance doing makeup and hair back in Ohio. They're like, why are you not blogging? this just seems like such a natural course for you to take and something that you would love to do. So I started a blog in the middle of wedding planning, which is crazy when you think about it. Cause like who has time for that? Right. And so Hello Gorgeous was born. My husband was like, let's do it. So Hello Gorgeous was born. He actually came up with the name of it in January of 2013. We got married in June of 13 and he was faced with his next job because 90210 had just ended and that next job would film in New Orleans. And so he would have to move to New Orleans pretty much a month to the day after our wedding. And so we just decided that we don't want to be apart. Mm -hmm. So he and I decided for me to quit my job as a fraud investigator and for me to go to New Orleans with him. And it was the right decision hands down. And he was like, you know what? Like, why don't we actually do this blog thing? Cause at that point, this is almost five years ago. Yeah. Blogging wasn't really known, you know, like nobody really knew. I mean, like Instagram, I don't even think had really started. And if no, it had, right. nobody was on it. And we didn't know that it could even become a job. Like it just yeah. wasn't. I think blogging any- for a job was new. You know, all of us mommies have been blogging since 2005. We've been sharing pictures yeah. of our kids, but yeah. I mean it in the job capacity. Yes, you're exactly right. Yep. Yeah. Like it just didn't, I mean, because Hello Gorgeous wasn't actually my first blog. I had one before that, that like wasn't even public. And I just created it to have an outlet because I've always had it on my heart that I wanted to have some sort of platform, but I didn't know what it would be or what that looked like. So um, we got to New Orleans and we just kind of put some focus on it whenever we could, but his hours are just so crazy. When he's on a show, he's usually working at least 16 hour days. And so I would just grab him whenever I could. and, And he bought his camera equipment. He started doing photos for me and we just learned together. And it just has become our passion project together. Like as much as I am a part of his career and his decisions, he is as much a part of Hello Gorgeous. It's just every, we do everything together. So later that year, I launched our YouTube channel and it's just kind of snowballed from there. Quickly after that, I won the Pop Sugar Blogger of the Year Award and started picking up a little bit of recognition here and there for different things. And it's really kind of crazy because I had no idea when I was getting into it that it would become what it is for us now. Okay. So what made you want to start the YouTube channel? People just kept asking me to do it because I was doing all kinds of photos of like my makeup because I love doing makeup and I, there's probably not 
a single woman in my personal life that I haven't got my hands on and given a makeover at some point, because that's just like what I love to do. Mm-hmm. I was cutting my girlfriend's hair in high school. Like, <laughs> don't ask me why I think I could do that, but I did. And so just all the time I was posting on my blog about lipsticks, I was loving and mascaras and here's the size shadow I did. And they're like, we want to see you do it. Like, Get on YouTube. Right. So that's yeah. Why- that's why I, I went to the YouTube route. Okay. And I got sucked in and watched so many of your videos recently. <laughs> well, That's what you. happened when Cezanne was on. I didn't know her and I can't remember how I got introduced to her. Oh, my friend Jessica Honiger, I think, told me to find her and follow her. And I found myself one night watching, literally, this is embarrassing, like four hours of YouTube videos. It's so easy to do. It's like a rabbit hole. It's a rabbit hole. I watched you just last night, like apply your makeup. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like, how does she do that? I don't even know how to do that. I'm so minimalistic with makeup. It's hilarious. Um, my friends oh, make fun of me. it's so fun, though. Once you get into it, it's so fun. <sighs> it's and hilarious. Watching, I find that YouTube videos, did you find it, like, kind of sparked an interest in you a little bit to, like, I wonder, I wonder if I could do that? Uh, well, of course I wonder if I do can do that. And then I remember that, no, I can't. <laughs> yes, you can. I, I believe in you. I totally believe in you. <laughs> but it was fun to watch you. And I was just like, that's so exciting. Okay, so YouTube channel. Okay, th- yeah. I have like gone back and forth with wanting to do stuff on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, it just seems like I have to learn something all over again. Like, what am I, like 85 that I don't want to <laughs> learn something new? Um, Do you do all your editing and everything or is that what your husband does? Oh, no, he does that. Okay. (laughs) Oh, he does it all? Yeah. Yeah. He he films and edits my videos. Now, there are are times where I I will go and edit my videos. I know how to do it, but he's so much more creative. And I think that he has such a passion for it from being in front of the camera all those years that now Uh he loves being behind the camera. And he just gets really excited. I mean, we just had equipment dropped off at our house last night delivered. It's just, it's always something new that he wants to buy because, you know, something bigger and better. Totally not my thing. I'm like, give me the makeup, you take the camera. (laughs) I love that y'all get to work on this together. It reminds me of Suzanne and her husband, of working together on projects. And I remember someone told me one time, and I wish I could give credit to who said this, but they said that they noticed in their marriage that when they were working hands-on together on a project, that their communication was better, that they were closer, all of these things. And so I know that that can sometimes like backfire and you're like, I don't want to work with you anymore. You're making me so mad. (laughs) But do you love working with your husband? Yes. I I agree to all of those statements you just made that your (laughs) communication and everything's better. However, I will say that our biggest fights in our marriage have been over filming videos. That's hilarious. I, and I don't think that Suzanne and Stevie have this problem because they um, kind of have gotten into this world together. But my husband's a professional actor. So <laughs> talk about intimidating when I got in front of the camera for the first time. And if you go back and watch some of my early videos, they are just painful. I am like basically whispering. I'm so timid and so shy. And was he telling you like, you need to change this? Oh my gosh, yes. That's the thing. <laughs> and I'm sure you know in your own marriage that you tend to just not sugarcoat things with right, each other. Right. And us women sometimes can be like, Ooh, that, that hurt a little bit. I think you could have said that nicer. So that's and hilarious. When it comes to voiceover, like I'm the worst and my husband's a voiceover actor. I mean, he's done so many projects that when I go to like do voiceover something, he'll be, he'll literally just stop me in the middle of the sentence and be like, why did you choose to hit that word right there? I'm like, I don't even know what you're saying to me right now. <laughs> no, I'm, just I'm just talking. I'm just talking. I'm, just, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm not filming an episode of the Clone Wars. 
Wars, like you're used to. I'm just doing a YouTube video here. Can That's you? hilarious. Is he a voice yeah. on the Clone Wars? Yes, he's Anakin Skywalker. Oh, I'm gonna have to tell my kids. They'll love oh, that. Yeah. They do. He does Spider Man. It's crazy. He's got his hands on everything. That's crazy. Okay, so go back to my original question. This is your job. This is the lifestyle that you are in. I think everyone, no matter what job they're in, they feel pressures to yeah. perform, to do this. And everyone, I think that's a Christ follower, has to look at it and say, how does that impact my job? So what does that look like for you as a YouTuber? You are in front of women a lot. How do you integrate your faith in there? And have you seen struggles with that? You know, I have been raised my entire life in a Christian family. I went to Christian school my whole life. So it's always, my faith has always been a part of my everyday life, always. And everything that I do, anyone who knows me knows that about me. And so I just never felt like I needed to ever do anything professionally in my blog or YouTube where I needed to hide that. I just kind of felt like if somebody is offended by the fact that I'm a Jesus follower, then they can go watch somebody else's videos because <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be the type of person who's going to shove it down your throat. I'd much rather somebody see him shine through me in the way that I carry myself or talk or treat other people. So I've never really shied away from it. I include different things, whether, you know, I've done blog posts about my favorite marriage books with all of my blogger friends, and I, I wanted them all to be Christian faith-based. And I'll talk about my, my faith in all kinds of platforms. So I've really just always included that in a very natural, very organic way without being too preachy, if that mm, makes sense. Yeah. Uh -huh. I just want it to feel organic. And I want people to see like, I'm not a preacher. I'm not a pastor. That's not what I created this platform for. I created my platform to actually connect with women and to have a safe place where women could come to connect with me. And I can try to hopefully help them feel more gorgeous. I call my followers, my gorgeous girls. And sometimes that means it's going to be something that's going to be a heart issue where we're going to talk about faith a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then other times I'm going to talk about like your eyebrows. Mm -hmm. So it's going to just be a little bit of everything. And I just, I've really tried to just pepper it in wherever it feels like it should be and where yeah. it's natural fit. Yeah. Does that answer your question? It totally answers my question. Okay. It totally makes sense. And I think that we all, no matter what job we're in, we have to face that. Like yeah. I remember I worked in radio a couple of years ago on a, you know, just a regular country radio station. And it wasn't like I was outspoken. I'm like, I'm the Christian girl, but it just came out in like normal conversation of yeah. if we're going to deal with something, this is just how I deal with it, with my faith. Right. So I feel like no matter what kind of job you're in, you see that rise to the surface a little bit. I, I totally agree with that. And you know, I have been so blessed in that every job that I've ever had, and even the jobs that Matt has had, we have been able to always been surrounded, maybe not entirely surrounded, but there has always been a group or a, or a handful of people who are also fellow believers that it's almost as if we were handpicked for those situations. Even mm. when I was working in the insurance industry, it was almost as if people would gravitate towards you naturally. And, and then you would find out, oh, I'm also a believer. And it just, it would just be so organic and natural. And it just really helps to fortify those relationships. And it helps to be such a positive influence on everybody else who kind of just is trying to figure out, you know, what's different about them. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't put a, my finger on it. Okay. So what about in Matt's industry? I mean, you know, yeah, from the outside I mean, looking in, all of us that are listening, if you're not in the industry that he's in with acting and doing stuff like that, it seems to us like it would be a hard place. Is that true? Or is it just, is that a perceived it's thing? True. Mm -hmm. No, of course it's true. I mean, Hollywood, I mean, you see what the media makes it to be. It's all about sex and everything else. But in reality, like we have just, we've been so blessed in that every project he's been on for the most part, there has been at least one of the key core 
cast who has also been a believer. Mm. Or, I mean, we connected with Jason Kennedy, Lowe's husband, and he was already connected in Hollywood. And, and that was when I first moved out here. I mean, like when I moved out, Matt didn't really have a solid group of friends and we got connected with Jason and he introduced us to all of these fellow Christians and we are so plugged in. And this is our home now. Like we mm. consider LA our home, even though neither of us are originally from here because we have such a great group of fellow believers that just, we can all hold each other accountable and just feel so welcome. But also we can go to when we just need a little bit of a reality check, you know, whatever yeah. that may be. Yeah. And especially, I mean, for you as well, meeting people around you that do the same kind of job as you do and are yeah. Christians, it's helpful. And I'm sure for Matt as well in the Hollywood scene, saying there's other people around me that might have the same struggles with the job, but where they're also Christ followers so we can like hold each other accountable. Exactly. And <sighs> I'm, I'm the type of person who's always inviting people to church. I don't really care yeah. <laughs> you, what walk you are in life. I could care less. But if I feel like it's on my heart to say, hey, we're going to church on Wednesday night. You want to come? Like yeah. I, do, I, I am always inviting people. And you know what? If they hate it, then, and they never want to talk to me again. Okay, that's fine. But at least I got them the So be it. Out. Yeah. Okay, so what's the last red carpet event you've been to? Oh my gosh. It's been a very long time because we've been in Canada. And that's then Atlanta. true. Do you yeah. like those things? Like I was asking <laughs> Lauren and I was like, do you go? She's like, no, I just watch from home. But he's working, you know. Yes, Jason's working, yeah. It's a little bit different. I will tell you the first time I ever went to one, it was so overwhelming. I don't even know what it's like for somebody who's like a massive star, but because like you literally walk out onto the carpet and there's like just lines of photographers and there's sometimes they're like triple stacked behind each other and they're all yelling your name and they're all not yes. me. Yes. No, me. I watched but, the video. It wasn't, I don't think it was on your YouTube. I think it kind of like, you know how they suggest things. Yeah. And it was just a video of you and Matt on a red carpet and people were just yelling at you guys to look at them. It's so overwhelming. You have no idea who to look at. It's just crazy. I mean, like, it's not at all what I first saw my life being like. I'm just a normal girl from Ohio. Like mm. I never thought that I would ever even go to a movie premiere, let alone walk a carpet with my husband. Right. I don't even know how to explain it except for it's just chaos. It's total, complete chaos. And then if you go to a massive premiere, like if you go down to like the Hollywood and Highland area, which is like where like the Walk of Stars is and like the Chinese theater, then they'll sometimes, if you go to a big enough premiere, they will cut off traffic altogether and rope off the streets. And then one side of the street is media and the other side of the the street is all fans. So it's just, it's uh, crazy. It's and you crazy. have to walk between them? No, you're over on the side with the media, okay. but the fans are across the street, you know, trying to get a glimpse of whoever it is that's starring in that particular movie at that time. So it's just, it's crazy. Well, let me tell you, the video I saw, you look like you were just a pro, so. Oh my gosh. Well, you thank were you. looking where Matt was looking when they were telling you where to look. So you didn't, I was like, ah, oh, she knows what she's doing. You know, uh, I'm, I'm not that girl though. I'm the girl that, that trips on the carpet and I have done that before. I have done that before. Hey, we about like that much better. Okay. <laughs> let me just, let's just be honest. That is real. Yeah. I'm the real girl. I'm not the, I couldn't walk down in heels with a book on my head. That is not me. That's hilarious. <laughs> so. That's hilarious. Okay, friends, I know you're loving this show with Angela as much as I am, but let me take a moment just to thank our sponsors because sponsors make the happy hour be able to happen. Okay, so when it comes to bra shopping, it's all about finding the right fit for you. And there's only one lingerie brand that offers bras in sizes AA through G and half cup sizes. How amazing is that? This lingerie brand is Third Love. 
Third Love uses thousands of real women's measurements and super smoothing memory foam to create bras that fit better and feel great. There's a perfect bra for everyone, and you can find yours in just seconds by answering a few simple questions from Third Love's Fit Finder. Now, you can try one of their best-selling bras free for 30 days. Guys, did you hear me? You can try one for free for 30 days. All you do is pay shipping up front, and one of Third Love's signature 24-7 bras is on its way to your house. Cut the tag off and see how easily a perfect-fitting bra fits into your life. Wash it. Wear it. You might even forget that it's on. If your third love bra isn't your new favorite, you can always return or exchange it for free. Go to thirdlove.com slash Jamie now to find your perfect fitting bra and try it for 30 days. That's thirdlove.com slash Jamie to try your new favorite bra for free. Thirdlove.com slash Jamie. I also want to thank ZipRecruiter for sponsoring the happy hour. Hey guys, are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidate? Finding great talent can be tough. Thankfully, with ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites with just one click. Then, their powerful technology efficiently matches the right people to your job better than anyone else. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you, but it finds them. In fact, over 80% of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. No juggling emails, no getting calls to your office. Simply screen, rate, and manage candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, my listeners of The Happy Hour can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, for free, guys. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash HH. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash HH. To try it for free, all you have to do, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash HH. Okay, guys, now back to the show with Angela, where she shares something with me that she says she doesn't think enough women are talking about. Here we go. Okay, so let's talk about something a little bit more serious, which I think the older I get, and I'm 39, I'm not that old, but I'm starting to hear more friends who suffer with endometriosis. Oh, yeah. And you told me that you do. And Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of this, and you can totally correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like it's like this silent little thing it is. That not many people know about it. I didn't know about it until, honestly, I don't think till like five years ago because a friend of mine has it and was having surgeries every how often. And then I have a girlfriend who just yesterday had her first surgery for this. And so I don't feel like it's talked about a lot. It's not. And it's really a shame because I, I don't remember the statistic. I just read it the other day. But it is it is a huge, I, I know the number is insane. And it's one of those things that people don't ever talk about. And I don't really know why because... Uh, well, I, I think one of the reasons why is that a lot of women don't even realize that they have it until they go to try to get pregnant and then they mm-hmm. can't and then they find out that they have it. But a lot of times women have symptoms way before that, that they either ignore or their doctor kind of brushes off and says, or your mom even brushes off and says, oh, that's, you just got cramps. Like yeah. it, it just, just deal with it. Yeah. But in reality, if you are on the floor crying because you've got cramps that bad, that's not normal. That's not normal. So my girlfriend that just had surgery, she thinks that she's had this for a long time because she's like, I haven't felt normal in years. Yeah. I would not be surprised. And it can be so extensive that it affects your, it grows around your bowels. It can go up into your chest cavity. It's crazy the amount of 
damage that it can cause. And it is such a silent thing because you can go in tomorrow after even hearing this saying, I've got horrible cramps going to my OBGYN, get a C and they can do an ultrasound and not see a thing because right. they cannot detect it unless they actually open you up and do a laparoscopy to see if you have it. But basically all it is, is the scar tissue. That's the endometrial lining grows outside and it grows, it attaches itself basically to your reproductive organs. So around your ovaries or, or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's why it causes fertility issues for so many women. I've actually had surgery twice now. And there's only one celebrity that really speaks out about it. And I don't even want to say who it is because I don't want to be aligned with that person. Okay. But it's just a shame that like that nobody brings it to light because I feel like there's so many young girls out there who are just, you know, starting their cycles when they're 15, 16 years old, having these horrible cramps and they have no idea that there's something else going on there. So is this something that you can have at 15, 16, 17? Yes. I had my first cyst rupture when I was 16. Okay. So was the cyst rupturing a part of endometriosis? Um, in hindsight, I 100% believe that it was Okay. because I had my first surgery when I was 22 and the amount of endometriosis that I had was so severe that I had seven different cysts all over my reproductive system. Mm -hmm. And the largest one was the size of a baby's head. Oh my gosh. um, Yeah, it was, it was so severe. So that's not something that just happens Mm -hmm. overnight. Yeah. It, It had been going on for a long time, but that also has to do with not being educated on my own part because I didn't want to go to the gynecologist, Mm. you know, like I being a young girl, you know, you get scared of those things, you know? And so I didn't want to go. And finally my mom forced me to, and then lo and behold, I needed surgery. So she forced you to go because of the pain that you were in. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. It's hard too, because I feel like sometimes, because I've only learned this since my friends, and then you just said it, is that you, you can't really tell if that's what it is until you get in there. Exactly. Exactly. But if you go to a doctor who has experience with endometriosis, then they're going to know the signs to look for. And I was, I found the best doctor back home in Ohio that I even go and see him still because I just, my trust is completely in him. And when you're aligned with the right physician, they're going to be able to look for more signs Mm -hmm. and make you feel like, okay, we've kind of crossed all of these things off the list. This is the route that we need to go now. Man, I'm just so glad that my friend finally had this surgery and found out what it is because it almost gives you just a little, you know, like, oh, I'm not overreacting all the time. Like there is actually something wrong. Yes, it's so painful. And if your friend is at the point where she's trying to get pregnant, I can almost assure you that this is the time where she will get pregnant because everybody I talk to who has had fertility issues and then a surgery gets it cleaned up, it's like within a couple of months they're pregnant. It's it's almost as if like it was the magic eraser for your insides or something. Yeah. So does this affect you on a day-to-day basis? Um, you know what? I have been on birth control for seven years, okay. which that's the only treatment that they have for it, which is another thing that's so infuriating to me that you literally have no other choice than to either suffer with it and allow mm. it to come back or be on birth control and stop it. I came off of birth control last year because it was not agreeing with my body. Mm-hmm. So I've not had any horrible symptoms over the past year, but slowly I've been noticing certain things kind of like falling into place. And I'm wondering if that's what my body's trying to tell me is like, it's kind of time for us to do another cleanup kind of situation. Oh, yeah. So we'll see. But I actually wrote a blog post about that, about the symptoms of coming off of birth control, because I really wanted to educate my followers who are young, who feel like they have no choice, but to go on to birth control, what it really does to your body and what you really feel like coming off of it and that you're not alone. Like if you're mm-hmm. gaining weight or whatever it is, you're not alone. Like this is part of it. Right. Ah, okay. So for your blog and your YouTube and everything that you do, 
you do a lot of like educating, but you do a lot of fashion and you do a lot yeah. of makeup. What would you say is like your favorite thing to do of all of those? Oh man, probably beauty. I yeah. just, I love makeup so much. I mean, I'm the girl who probably like, I don't know, 10 years ago back home in Ohio, do you know eyebrow threading? Yes. Like, so that just like became a thing back then at the malls. Uh-huh. I remember standing there watching them and thinking, I can do that. So I went home and I figured it out and taught myself how to do it. And I was threading everybody that I could get my hands on because I was like, including myself. So like, Wait, I you just threaded love... your own eyebrows? Oh, I do it all the time. Yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, do you have a video about this? I do. I have a video. Okay, that of course I... you do. I want to watch this. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not for somebody who isn't sure what to do. I would say, don't start with your eyebrows. Start with like your upper lip or something like that. Like okay, make so sure that you got a steady hand. Are you against waxing? I don't like it because it irritates my skin personally. Okay. okay. But I'm not against it. Okay. Because some people say it's not good for your skin. I personally think it pulls your skin way too hard. Um, yeah. And I don't need help getting wrinkles. Like nature's going right? to do that. <laughs> I know. I have to wax my eyebrows like every three weeks. I would have a unibrow, Angela, if I didn't. Have you ever tried threading? I did one time. One time, that's it. So it could have been the experience. It could have been the place. And I didn't like it, but I can't even tell you right now why I didn't. That's the thing. So I have no idea why I didn't. I don't feel like it's any more painful than waxing personally. And I don't know. I just think that they give you such a beautiful shape. And they trim your brows and they fill them in for you if you go to one of those one of the nicer little booths or salons yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I say, try it again. See if okay. you like it. I might give it a try. Give every it a time, try. Every time I get my eyebrows waxed, she always like fills them in and I've never done that a day in my life. And so whenever I do like an Instagram video or something and it's that day, I will get so many comments on how good my eyebrows look. And I'm like, y'all, I can't do this every day. I don't know how to do what she did. And so once every three weeks, my eyebrows look amazing. You know what? Have you looked into microblading? That's something that you should check into. Why? Um, microblading is a, a technique where they kind of do like a tattoo-ish. Oh, yes. My friend Faith that cuts my hair does this. It looks incredible. Incredible. I haven't done it on myself because I have such dark eyebrows naturally, but I might I might honestly try How it. How long does it stay? I think it stays up to a year. Okay. I think. I could be wrong. But I have seen several people who have gotten it done and I am like, oh my gosh, you are like living your best life right now. You look amazing. Uh, So it's something that you should totally check out because you will never have to fill in your brows. Ah, which I never do. But whenever I do get them done, people notice. I know. So clearly it's something that enhances (laughs) your face. Yes, exactly, exactly. (laughs) Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Um, okay, Angela, what are some things that you're loving these days? Some things I'm loving these days. I am really into my Apple watch lately. I, you know, I've had it for a while, but I just recently got into it a lot and now I'm really into it. Tell me why you love it. I love it because you can for, well, my husband got one and we challenge each other on like 
taking steps and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I swear mine is rigged because he beats me every day. <laughs> and I know I, I run circles around him, but I love it for that reason. And I love it. Um, also because, you know, if you're out taking a walk or jog or whatever, and you can still see your texts on your watch. And it, I just, I think it just makes things really, really easy, but mostly I love it for the fitness aspect because it makes that. you very aware of, because it tells you to stand even. It reminds you to stand. Yeah, I don't have an Apple watch, but I have like a Garmin and it does some of those things and it'll like vibrate and tell me to move. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, shut up. I can't move right now. I'm in the middle of an interview, but yeah. what's your goal every day, by the way? You know 10? what? I don't- 10,000. 10, I, I think mine be 12. I think mine okay. might be 12. I need to up my goal because mine's eight. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I started out <laughs> slow. I've only had it a few months, but I was like, I don't know, like 300 steps away from 8,000. Right. Mm-hmm. And I had gone on a walk with my daughter and we were at my son's band performance for three hours. Oh my gosh. It was the longest ever, <laughs> but we clapped so many times. And in the middle of that performance, I sat there for three hours. I did not take one step it's told me I met my goal. Was it from the clapping? It had to be. I know. It had to be, unless you were standing up to clap. No, were you doing I that? never stood oh, up. I had to be the clapping then, for sure. Isn't that crazy? It is. It's kind of frustrating too, because then you're just like, well, how accurate is this thing every other day? Yeah. I don't do that much clapping on a daily basis. So I think I'm in the, I'm, I'm in the clear, but if you're going to a sporting event and you're doing a lot of clapping, just know you're going to get some steps in. Yeah. I mean, that's a great time to challenge somebody else. <laughs> exactly. <gonna> <laughs> exactly. Just start <laughs> clapping all day, Angela, and you will exactly. definitely beat Matt. <laughs> I'm going to have to do that. I'm going to have to do that. Okay. So you're loving your Can Apple you Watch. You're jumping and clapping at the same time. <laughs> oh then you're my gosh. Like- so crazy. Okay. What else are you loving? Another thing that I'm loving is my beauty blender. Are you familiar with what that is? Oh, you know, I don't know this thing. <laughs> it's a, it's a teardrop shaped pink little sponge. Oh, that- my girlfriend says I need this because I put my makeup on with my fingers. Oh yeah. You need a beauty blender. Okay. So you just, all you do is you put it under some water, you dampen it and it, it about doubles in size and you wring it out so that it's, it's damp. There's no moisture inside of it. And you put your foundation or concealer or whatever on, and then you blend it out with your beauty blender by pouncing it on your skin. And I'm telling you, your finish is, looks like you've been airbrushed. It's so beautiful. It's so flawless. Beauty blenders usually last about three months. I have an entire big, huge jar of them because I use them constantly, but I use them to apply powder, foundation, blush, bronzer, everything. And I just feel like it really, especially for people who are intimidated by brushes and like, I don't want to have to go out and buy 10 brushes, just buy yourself a beauty blender and done. And you will have the most beautiful, flawless foundation or finish or whatever that you, you, you'll thank me later. I promise. I'm going to thank you. My friend Tiffany does makeup and she has made fun of me for many, many years for just using my fingers. She said, I will not use as much as well. You won't also, I mean, cause you're, when you're applying with your fingers, think about it. You're just pushing the product o- around, you know, and it's you're kind of gross. If you it. think about it, it kind of is. Cause it I don't like is. touch. I don't like, um, unless it's a facial, I don't want you to touch my face. Like I, it feels gross to me. And then I'm just putting my makeup on with my fingers. Yeah. I mean, and you're never going to get really, in my opinion, you're not going to get a really beautiful coverage, like a very even coverage with your fingers. You really need a tool to apply it to get a perfectly even coverage. Okay. You think I could get these on Amazon because that's where I shop these days. All right. I think I'm going to buy some today. Or Sephora, Nordstrom. They're they're everywhere. They're $20 each. And honestly, like a lot of people are like, that's way too expensive, but I'm telling you. Worth it. it. It's worth it. And if you can buy the little soap that comes with it and wash it at least once a week. But if you don't want to spend the extra money, just use a Dove bar. It does the exact same thing. Okay. I have a whole video on that too, if anybody wants to check that out. I'd show you how to do your entire face with a beauty blender. I am going to have to get me some. Yep. 
Okay. What else? <laughs> Last thing. What are you loving? You know what? Right now I am so into home decor because we, like I said, we got rid of our other, we sold our other house, moved into a new house and somebody had the bright idea to get rid of all of our furniture. That'd be me. <laughs> <laughs> so we basically came with mattresses. And so I have recently discovered Wayfair Yes, and I have never, like I saw their commercials all the time, all the time, but I never looked at their stuff. And I, I think that maybe it's because like I couldn't go in person and actually see the product. And when I'm buying furniture, I need to sit on it yeah. and mm-hmm. all that. Well, I kind of just threw in the towel and just decided to trust it on a couple of things. And honestly, I was blown away. I've had such a great experience buying some stuff from them. So I think, I feel like that's probably a common misconception is like, I don't want to buy from them because I can't see it first, uh-huh. but people review stuff like crazy on there and post photos, which really help. And so, they have all kinds of stuff on there as well. They have amazing stuff, like yeah. everything that you can. Basically, it feels like a, a home goods on steroids. That's, That's awesome. Because I, I love home goods. That's awesome. Okay, decorating that new house. Okay, are you a reader? You know, I am, but more so than anything lately, I listen to everything on Audible yeah. or I mm-hmm. listen to podcasts. That's awesome. I love it. Okay, so what have you listened to or read lately? Most recently, I, I listened to The Magnolia Story, Chip and Joanna Gaines. Did you uh, like it? It was so good. I I would highly suggest listening to the audiobook versus reading the book because they actually read it themselves. Oh, so that's the best. Yeah. It feels like you're watching their show and I'm a big fan of their show. She's probably my number one requested guest for the show. She's amazing. I know She's I would so love to have her. Yeah. Yeah. You should get on that. <laughs> if anyone knows her, I know. I mean, like everyone's like, have you thought about having Joanna? I'm like, yes, I thought about it a lot. I just, it's just not that easy. I'm sure. I can't even imagine what her life is like oh. now. She's just a superstar and exactly. she's incredible. Exactly. Incredible. And another one that I'm reading right now is The Proper Care and Feeding of Marriage by Dr. Laura. I am, I've been a huge advocate of marriage books. My aunt counsels marital situations and she bought me my first marriage book when I was probably 14. And she said, you know, everything in life that we do, we study for, we have to study to drive a car. We have to study to do our job, but nobody ever studies to actually get married. And it's so true. I mean, we just go into it so blindly. So I've just always been consuming marriage books, whatever I could. And she did a Bible study on Dr. Laura's book years ago. This is, and I wasn't married at the time, so I didn't get to go to it, but she highly recommended it. So um, that that's what I'm listening to right now. And it's just very she just tells you like it is. And yeah. I like that about her. I That's do. That's awesome. That's yeah. really cool. I never thought about what you just said about we study for everything. So why not study for that? Every single thing in life we do, we have to study for it. But marriage, we're just, we just are like, hey, let's, let's try this. Let's wing it. And then sometimes if we're lucky enough, we'll get a little premarital counseling out yeah. of it. But a lot of people don't even do that. Nope, you're right. They never even have somebody sit down and say, hey, by the way, how many kids do you want? Like, it's, it's crazy to me. Yeah. So... Yeah, I've been reading marriage books since probably freshman year of high school. I love that so much. Even before you were even thinking about getting married. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because my aunt just pounded that into my head. She's like, you know, you have to you have to study it. You have to know what you want or you're going to get stuck in a relationship that you're not going to be happy with if you don't know yourself and what you want. Because, you know, where I'm from back home, everybody gets married so young. Yeah, yeah. Which there's nothing wrong with that. But... I'm glad that I didn't because I was able to take the time to understand who I was as a person before I committed to being a person for somebody else. Yeah, it's so true. And I have a lot of single listeners. And so this is just a good kind of piece of advice for them that it's you don't have to start reading marriage books when you're married. 
no, so I think that's the wrong time to do it because <laughs> at that point you're already in. Yeah. So, you know, like you need to have those conversations before you get married. The, another thing that she always said is that the most important decision that you're going to make in life is your salvation. And the second is who you marry. Mm. That is the second most important decision you're going to make in your life. And it's true because that is the rest of your life. And it affects everything. Everything. Yeah. I mean, look at me. I mean, my, my work even revolves around my husband, where we live revolves around my husband. So for me, it just, I'm so glad that I, I took the time to develop those skills and and really try to gain wisdom before I moved into that stage of my life. Well, good for you. And thank you for encouraging us with that as well. Yeah. Angela, I have loved chatting with you today. I, I have loved it too. Thank you so much for having me. Next time I'm out in LA, which I say that as if I go there a lot, I would love to come and have dinner and lunch with you and Lauren. Yeah. And Cezanne, we can just all hang out and have a little happy hour. We would be so happy to do that. So make sure you let us know. That would be fun. Okay, well, thank you. And I'm going to put a link up to everything we chatted about and your YouTube videos so that somebody else can spend four hours watching um, <laughs> all that you guys do. I like the ones, like I like all of your videos. I like the ones when you and Matt are together yeah. because I love seeing other people's like playful marriage stuff as well. So we're pretty crazy together. So y'all are fun <laughs> and cute. So, so much fun. And I'm going to have to watch Timeless with my kids. Oh my gosh. Yes. I hope you guys enjoy it. It's I, I do, but you know, okay. I'm biased. I'll give a review later. Yes. Let me know. Let me I know. will. Totally. Totally. <laughs> um, thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. All right, friends, wasn't that a great chat with Angela? I loved getting to know her and I loved hearing all about their jobs of blogging and YouTubing and being an actor. And did you know that when you sign on for a TV show, you sign on for six years, no matter what? I didn't know that. I loved hearing how her and Matt keep their faith strong in the midst of their crazy and exciting, I think, out of the box jobs. Also, my family and I have been watching Timeless and my kids are really, really liking it. And I'll say it again, and I'll say it again. If anyone knows Joanna Gaines, hook a sister up. All right? Okay, guys, the Happy Hour Book Club has been so much fun this summer. In June, we read The Turquoise Table by Kristen Schell. And then in July, right now, we're almost finished with The Fierce Love by Shauna Shanks. And in fact, next week, she's coming to my house, and we're having a Happy Hour Book Club. There's still tickets available if you want to join us. And then in August, we're reading Steal Away Home, which is a book that is so near and dear to my heart because my husband, Aaron, co-authored it with his friend, Matt. Guys, I promise you're going to love this book. It is a historical fiction with a fabulous love story mixed in there. It's easy to join, guys. Go to jamieivy.com slash book club. Today's show is edited by Chris with Podshaper, and the music is from my friend, Jason Ho. Next week, my guest is Crystal Hurst. And gosh, do I love this woman so much. We talked about book writing and putting yourself out there in the public eye and the cost of being known and being a mama and having big dreams and just remembering who you are as a woman. Crystal's releasing a book in the next few weeks. I'm a fan of her and all the words that she writes and you will too. Guys, thanks from the bottom of my heart for listening to another episode of the Happy Hour. Guys, enjoy your week. Share the show with a girlfriend and have a happy hour with a friend. I will see you guys next week in August with my friend Crystal Evans Hurst. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.